0: Well, my next guest is the creative force behind Robin Hood, a new chorus television series that debuted this past Wednesday at 10 p.m. on Global TV. He has worked with some of the biggest names in the music industry. He is a highly sought-after director, and he hails... From Brampton, I'm talking about the one and only Director X, live in studio. Welcome, sir.
1: What's up? How you doing?
0: Good to have you. Congratulations on the series.
1: Thank you very much.
0: I uh, I watched the first episode with the rest of the country. Loved it. I uh, it's called Robin Hood. Uh, we all grew up reading and watching the tale of Robin Hood and the Merry Men, uh, stealing from the rich, giving to the poor. This is a modern take on an old classic.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a whole it's a whole new old thing. Um, you know, and uh, just. Look, it just came to me one day. I was actually in London when okay. it hit me. Like, oh, a modern-day Robin Hood. That would be that would be something. And it took 10 years to get to this point. So, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. T- t- film and television takes a long time. Ten-, 10 years is from the, like, I have an idea to okay. action. You know, come to the premiere. 10 years is not uncommon.
0: And are you proud of it? You should be.
1: Very much, man. It's You know, it's this fun show. It's just really something different. Uh, than what you normally see on t v yeah right R- regardless of the cast and the fact that Robin is now a girl, and that yeah. uh, you have this all black cast this you know on its own, just on on what it is on the idea it 's like oh okay it's well it 's a different kind of twist, and if you know Robin Hood and you know the legend, you know you 'll know how seriously we took really honoring uh the original and and uh you know, giving nods to it wherever we could.
0: I was going to ask you that. Are we going to see, because the first episode, there are a lot of nods to it. As, as Also, as you are introduced to the different characters, will we see that throughout the whole series?
1: Yeah. Look, um, my co-showrunner, Chris Roberts, is we are very serious nerds. Like, you know, very serious nerds. <laughs> Robin you know, Hood nerds? Um, nerd nerds. Nerd period. nerds. Period. Okay. Like right. Star Trek, Star Wars, comic books. <laughs> So um and we we share the same kind of issue when people take these properties that we love and modernize mm-hmm. it or do a reboot and then but don't respect the source material. And um we're not here for your idea on the source material. We're here for the source material. Right. And we felt the same way about uh Robin Hood. Even though we're modernizing it, you know, Prince John is John Prince, the sheriff is still the sheriff, mm-hmm. even down to, you know, that very evil deputy, uh Redcap. Mm-hmm. In in the premiere, in the original legend, Gilbert Redcap is the archer that competes against Robin, and Mm. he's the sheriff's archer in the archery competition. We all know the classic archery competition. Well, Gilbert Redcap is that archer, and in our version of Robin Hood, Gilbert Redcap is a very evil um, deputy. And, you know, things like that all the way through the show are, are, are happening.
0: You you posted when uh, on Instagram a while back uh, that it was, it's scary, he said, putting this out into the world. Why is it scary for you? I mean, you create masterpieces all the time.
1: Well, you know, look, making someone else's music video, making someone else's TV show, making someone else's movie, these are all, I mean, I'm dedicated. You know, the way this business works, we all care about the job. We all want to do something great. But at the end of the day, if people don't like your record, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, People don't like your show. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's still mm-hmm. a little removed. I'm, you know, I'm disappointed. I want things to work, but uh, now it's people don't like this. They don't like my idea. Mm. So it's not, it's not quite the same as, uh, you know, uh, the work for hire stuff that I normally do. And what has been the
0: response so far?
1: Um, people really enjoy it, man. Yeah. People really enjoy it. Uh, so, you know, oh, oh, here we go.
0: Yeah. Talk to me about the black cast, because, you know, that is something that you don't see a lot on Canadian television. Yeah. Um, it's new. It's fresh. It's, it's different. Uh, stepping into that and wanting for people of color to see themselves, especially young people of color, to see themselves represented in such a classic tale. Uh, talk to me about how you came to that conceptualization. Well, actually,
1: you know, look, so first, the first version of Robin Hood I came up with was actually going to be very mailed, like a bunch of Navy SEALs come home. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And um, the, one of the partners you know, building a TV show or any kind of entertainment project is building partners, people mm-hmm. who believe in the vision. So um, one of the partners, uh, 11th Hour Films, right, Luty Media brought them in, and they brought in a writer. Mm-hmm. And this guy, Stephen Lally, Pitched. What if we spelt Robin with a Y, and made it a girl, and made them a band? And I like that. Something about that. Oh, that feels kind of. That feels fun and young and though that's an interesting way to do it. And making them a band was a, a proper acknowledgement of the Merry Men. You know, the musicality of the Merry Men is a thing in Robin Hood. So I said, like, all right, let's do that. So Robin, in our mind, was like man, black or Latina, since they're going to live at the corner of short of forest, they're going to live in in a public housing. Black or Latina, you know, there's just a reality about uh, public housing here. Mm -hmm. So the search for Robin wasn't like, oh, we didn't walk in like, it's an all-black Robin Hood. That was not what Global bought. That is not what we sold. That's not even down to the casting process. That was not what we were doing. Tuck was going to be Latino. He was written to be Latino. Um, Alan was written to be a white guy. But in the casting process, we opened up the casting to everybody. And we landed at this all-black cast. Hmm. They're just the—I mean, could you deny Alan his charm? Mm-hmm. Can you deny Tuck, like Jonathan Langdon, how amazing he Tuck is? is and, my favorite character. Of course, right people now. love Tuck; is great, right? <laughs> so you have you have all these—I re- mean, Little John is everyone's great, yeah. right? And Robin is that—that that beauty, that acting ability, that just everything in that package. It was very hard to find her. And lucky that we did. Mm. So when we laid that all out, we go, oh, wow, look at this. Look at this all-black cast, all right? And um, everyone's like, wow. I remember being in there with the people from Chorus, and, you know, and we're looking at it. The broadcaster, if you all don't know Chorus, is the broadcaster. Yeah. The Parent conglomerate. company of this station. The conglomerate <laughs> that rules all things. And um, we're looking at it, and everyone's like, oh, wow. Wow, okay. This is pretty groundbreaking. And I'm like, yeah, wow, we're doing it? We're all looking at each other. I'm looking at them like, yo, yeah. yo really, really? We're doing it. Like yeah, this this is great, and then they got we got a call the next day. Like so, um, all the bad guys are white. Hey, well, no, but not all the bad guys are white. Guy Gisborne will be showing up. Oh. Guy Gisborne will be showing up. Um, yeah, so Manuel Rodriguez is uh, incredible as Guy Gisborne. Chromas as part of the Guy Gisborne crew, if you know who Kromas is. Um, look it up, y'all, but don't do it at work. So... Uh, <laughs> turn the screen away from other people. Um, Any yeah, yeah, I'm saying, yeah.
0: yeah. So, <laughs> you know what, do you think, I'm just gonna, I'm a black woman, but do you, I struggle with, is society ready for, because we always get the pushback when yeah. you have an all black crew. Do you care if society's ready for that on today's television?
1: Look, this isn't... With a lot of black shows, mm-hmm. we make the point of it being black. Yeah, Right? It's, hey, the black, it's in the script, it's in the story, it's just, we know the deal. The, the yeah. blackly black, black, black. Yes. The, of the black, black. Yes. Living with the black, black. Yes. Of the black. within. You know what I'm saying? Did you, like, say yeah, you say black? Say black Black, yeah. black, black, black. <laughs> yeah, I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. <laughs> and... I'm, and and um this show isn't that yeah this isn't this isn't a a vehicle to push another thing right this is robin hood the the political all the political commentary we need which really everyone should be focusing on is class it is rich versus mm-hmm. poor and within the rich versus poor dynamic on the show it's very Canadian. It's multicultural. You know the hood out here. Yeah. Hood out here ain't all black, ain't all yep. nothing. It's everyone's in there, right? And same with the rich. You go into one of them fancy pants parties, it ain't just all white folks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. all kinds of folks. It's class. So we keep it there. So we never bring up race. We never bring this stuff up. And it's so in that sense, it's more like the T V and movies that we grew up on. Right. Luke Skywalker was not talking about, you know, as a white man in space. I feel that <laughs> he was just a guy in space. Right. Yeah. And and this is not uh, as a black woman in the project. This is a woman. Yeah. Robin Hood. And um, and do you yeah. feel
0: we have one minute left before we take a break? Do you feel like we're at that point? Because I feel like you're right. When there are white casts, we don't make that focus of, oh, it's a white cast. But when it is a cast of diversity, there's a, a a spotlight put on that that is unfortunate because that's not necessarily where the creators are coming from. It just naturally evolves to that conversation. Yeah,
1: look, I'm, we all live in the real world. We all see a black cast in Robin Hood primetime global television right. Wednesdays at 10 p.m. after Survivor and Ghost. Um, and you're like, oh, that's not normally what I see. Yeah. Right. And for me, that's the point. Yeah. I don't need to now make them say it and we talk about it and you know you saw the pilot we get in there yeah we, there, there's a lot of things for us if we if we wanted to go down that road there's a bunch of stuff for us to go down that road we don't need it i've made the point by doing it and the show itself is just robin hood yeah
0: most of this was shot here in canada correct
1: all of it was shot all of in canada. it okay this is all canadian okay canadian cast canadian Where was writers it shot? um the exteriors were shot in hamilton
0: Yes to Hamilton. Yes, yeah, out
1: Hamilton and yeah. um the studio so all the interior stuff was uh in Pickering.
0: Okay. Okay. It's a
1: stones throw from the nuclear reactor. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying, the Homer Simpson it little... all <laughs>
0: I feel like that's like the inside the, the inside uh, comment for uh, for those in, in Pickering. Um, now, uh, with Robin Hood, we talked about, you know, the fact that it has debuted this past week. I want to talk a little bit about your career. First of all, congratulations on the Canada Walk of Fame. Thank you very um, much. What does that mean to be honored in that way in your hometown, your, your country, the land of your birth?
1: I mean, it's great, man. It's great to be recognized for the work you're doing for someone to say, oh, look, all right, this... You're doing some good stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, and how much of that has to do with Operation Prefrontal Cortex. They see the community I want to talk work. about that after, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's... Um...
0: But to be honored for, I mean, again, you've been behind so many uh, iconic videos behind, you know, we're going to talk about 50 years of hip hop, all of that. But um, that must just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm being recognized here at home. And that brings a a level of, um, I don't know, credence to, to something that you've done, does it? Or is it just like, oh, it's another award, it's another acknowledgement? Uh, like,
1: it's always great to be recognized, right? And and if I wasn't being recognized, I'm sure I'd be very salty that no one was seeing all the great stuff I was doing. <laughs> right? So um, it, it, it's great. It's great to have that kind of acknowledgement that people say, yo, you really, you deserve to be in this conversation. Yeah, yeah.
0: you do deserve to be in this conversation. Um, now let's talk about uh your foundational work because uh that's also really important to to you. It's called operation prefrontal cortex and you're really uh focused on uh reducing gun violence and really focusing also on meditation is a
1: is a big Well that's through meditation. Yeah. We can reduce violence, we can heal trauma um the the what happens to the brain. There's three there's three ways that get you to a a violent and aggressive uh personality Mm. uh childhood abuse childhood neglect so hitting your kid and ignoring your kid are the same thing for the developing brain it needs love and attention if you didn't get that well it 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 affects uh certain regions and stress Mm -hmm. so right now even if you grew up in the most wonderful home of all homes and you decide i'm going to be a police officer Mm. right and every day is you know stress then that affects your brain in the same way what way you're asking at home well i'm going to tell you so your prefrontal cortex for people that are abused neglected or stressed is smaller than the average your prefrontal cortex is decision making your prefrontal cortex is social cues the reason why you know how to behave around other people it's not time to touch yourself when the classroom stuff like this mm-hmm. this is this part of the brain is what does that logic for you, your mm. prefrontal cortex. Your amygdala is emotional control, okay? Your amygdala is um, bigger than it should be when you've been abused, neglected, or stressed. Mm. It gets, it's, so it gets bigger. That, that's why a week of stress, or even a day of stress, you're a little snappy, mm. right? And it gets very serious because the amygdala can shut down your prefrontal cortex. The amygdala gets information just a fraction Faster than you. So you've heard stories about people blacking out. You might have experienced a blackout as well. You're in some kind of moment. The emotions are running high. Suddenly there's a black hole. And then you remember being in some kind of thing. Mm. That's the shutdown. And deeper than that, these, these things can hardwire in your, your fight or flight response. So you remember growing up and you just had that friend that was always ready to go. Mm-hmm. It took nothing. And they were in it. Right Those videos you've seen of police officers you're like, oh, how come that guy couldn't the the brain is hardwired in their reaction. We don't have time to think, this is so common, whatever's happening in in the world that we've been experiencing, I've made the decision as the brain of this body that we don't think about it. we react, hmm. or we run, whichever one it is, Fight this is flight. what's it. Mm-hmm. So what meditation does is the opposite of that. Meditation, the better way to think of meditation as opposed to guys in robes sitting in a mountain somewhere is your brain doing push-ups and your brain doing crunches. It's brain exercise. So the prefrontal cortex, when you meditate, gets larger, the exact opposite of stress, abuse, and neglect. The amygdala gets smaller. Again, the exact opposite of abuse, neglect, and stress. And then the pathways between the amygdala and the prefrontal cortex get stronger. OK, so you have more control of your emotions. You have much better regard of what the next steps will lead to. If I hit this person, I have a job interview. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. the, the, the your brain starts calculating these things. And whenever they have brought meditation into violent uh, environments or to violent people, they've seen a change. One of the most violent prisons in Mexico. They had a riot that killed 44 people. If we had 44 people die in Toronto in a year, we'd be having conversations about how serious the problem is in violence. 44 people in one riot. Mm. They started meditating the guards and the prisoners. They've had no more extreme violence. Wow. Um one of the most violent middle schools in or most one a middle school in one of the most violent neighborhoods I think in San Francisco or San Diego. One of the San San <laughs> cities. San something. San something. Mm-hmm. You know, literally dead bodies on the playground. Very violent place. Of course, you know, living in that kind of community, the violence works its way into the school. It was fights every day. It just, you, you know what that is. Yeah. They start a meditation program. They call it Quiet Time. Um, attendance goes up, suspensions go down, wow. the worst behaving kids become their highest achievers. Like, it's, the whole school just completely transforms from this. So, Operation Prefrontal Cortex is about bringing this information to the people like we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. If you want to meditate, there's a gazillion apps, you can go mm-hmm. Google how to meditate, you can how to meditate for a nurse or meditation for a cop, you can find a meditation that's specific for you, right? And just start. You don't need nothing fancy. You don't you don't need nothing except to decide to close your eyes, breathe deep and and find a guided meditation that works wow. for you. So that's what the that's what our mission is. We want to see meditation in the schools. We want to see meditations with our first responders, our police officers, our you know our paramedics, our fire our our fire people. I guess is the right word now. Firemen, fire yes. people, yes. but you know the right some, yep. firefighters. There we go. That's okay. better. It sounds cooler. <laughs> so um, the so that whole uh, segment of society where the stress is very yeah. real in our schools with our teachers and our students, um, uh, in our correctional facilities, right and. And in the community itself, we have Mm -hmm. lots of community groups doing a lot of work, just adding a little bit of meditation to really affect how this all goes down. So that is the mission.
0: That's amazing. How has that changed your life, meditation?
1: Um, For me, I think everyone who meditates has a moment Mm -hmm. where they're living life and then something happens and they're like, oh, uh," and then you go, oh. Not long ago, I would have reacted very different to This annoying, stressful situation, hmm. and look at me now. Not doing that, <laughs> are
0: you calling this an annoying, stressful <laughs> no, no, situation? No, 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 I'm talking about no.
1: what, <laughs> you. What? How, wait, hold on. I'm <laughs> not gonna take
0: offense to that, no, what, not you,
1: anybody, no, no, no. This, I'm saying in you know, I'm saying the scenario in life, <laughs> all right. right, okay, you're at the store okay. and someone starts <laughs> you're in the car, and someone does here, and the, there's all kinds of yes. places in the world where someone decides it's a safe place for them to rile up and get and possibly rile you up, yeah. And like I said, you'll be medit after some meditation, you'll recognize like, oh, I would have joined in the Mm, foolishness, yeah, and here I am not, yeah, right. Guess this meditation thing works. We all have that moment when you begin to meditate regularly. So, um, yeah, I love it. Yeah,
0: I love it. We only have uh, a minute left. Uh, Really quickly, fifty years of hip hop. Uh, we're celebrating that here, Canada, obviously North America, the influence of hip-hop, as we've talked about your career and how much you've done for hip-hop. What does hip-hop mean to you as we celebrate 50 years?
1: I mean, it's a nation to me. It's a yeah. nation without borders. Anywhere I go in the world, I know the hip-hop nation is there. I know my people, my citizens are there, yeah. right? And, and, and that things are happening. It's, it's, it's been so many things to so many people, opened so many doors, um, started so many conversations. It's a, it's a real force on the world and uh, happy to have played a part in the first 50.
0: Thank you, sir, for being here with us today. Thank you. That was Director X. He is the creative mind behind a brand-new chorus series being aired on Global TV. It is called Robin Hood. You do have to check it out.